Welcome to In Search of the Great America, a virtual road trip to the biggest city and a small town in each state of the Union. 100 guests will be invited to define their great America, past, present, and future. I'm your host, Laura Milkins, and I really want to know, what's your great America? Hello, and welcome to In Search of the Great America. Today, we have with us in the studio, Glenna Hersig. She is a longtime resident of Wyoming. She worked in retail merchandise and spent her entire married life as a ranch wife. She is a member of Cowgirls of the West, which has a museum in Cheyenne that's open to the public. Hello, Glenna. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So we'll just jump in and I'll ask the first question. Where did you grow up and what was it like? Right at the end of World War II, my mother and I traveled to the state of Wyoming, Cheyenne to be exact. I was nine years old when we went to live with relatives on their ranches. We were working for our room and board and doing all kinds of ranch chores, from putting up hay to gathering cattle, riding the fences on horseback, gathering eggs and milking cows, and feeding and grooming horses, and even butchering animals for meat on the table. We held cooking with all the meals and the cleaning, and and all of this was to the light of kerosene lanterns. Those years taught me that hard work could be rewarding and fun, and throughout my lifetime, I was glad to have that kind of background. I was fortunate enough to marry into another ranching family and to pass this way of life along to our children. And most of my favorite memories are of my growing up period because it was such an easy way of just a lifetime of working with people that we knew and respected and making it a good way to spend all those years that we were there. That's about that part, I think. Was there a time in history that you thought America was great, and why? Truthfully, my memories of that time in history is of all the American troops in World War II who were winning a very long war, and then so many thousands of miles from their homes and families. Now, my mother and I lived in Oregon when my father shipped out for his duration in that war, and I was only about three or four years old at that time uh, before we decided to go back to Wyoming later on. My father, three uncles, and an aunt served the entire time in this war, the Marines, the Navy, and the Army. They all survived and came home to restart their lives. And there were millions of wives and daughters and other, and women of all kinds who had stepped up while the soldiers were fighting the war, and they were filling the jobs the soldiers had, had before to support their families. And these women uh, just really helped keep stable kinds of environment for the children and the elders in their families. I remember President Roosevelt 
and VE Day, Victory Over Europe, and the many parades and hoops and hollers when the war ended. The returning troops were coming home by train, mostly, and they were served oh, homemade, homemade cookies by uh, the women who walked along the train cars, holding them up to the men in the windows. <laughs> and I can see that to this day. Everyone was so very proud of these courageous men and women who made it home. The fact that we were winning this awful, terrible war for such a long time, to think that we were actually going to be through with it and and have so many people returning that were safe. And it, it just sticks with you, every, every kind of surprise homecomings when you thought people weren't going to come home. There's just too many aspects of this part to really specify, I think. What is great about America now for you? Well, I've thought long and hard about this particular answer, and I must say it's very difficult currently for me to be proud of America just now with so much strife and uncertainty around us and hate and just things that are unknown of people growing up over a long period of time. The recent presidential election has shown us uh, how far apart this nation is on so many subjects, specifically race relations, immigration, and all those policies, and drugs, and guns, and uh, just unbelievable kinds of things we have to cope with. But right now we have a bigger enemy to cope with worldwide. Coronavirus-19 is in almost every country on Earth. Most all Americans rise together when disasters arise. But unless we find a way to get everyone to follow the rules to end this horrific disease, we are doomed. Do not understand why they will not follow the rules just to the T. And when so many people are trying to help, from behind the, the scenes uh, that they never get to know and they're trying so hard to get people well and not let them pass away. It's just unbelievable that, uh, don't pay, that they will not pay more attention to how we can possibly get rid of this. Very difficult. Uh, even in this small community that we have, and we, yes, we are overloaded with cases, but it's nothing compared to some other areas, and just recently they are having to try to even find the health providers to come uh, into these smaller places to take care of the patients. They don't have enough room in the hospitals because they're all small. So it's kind of a losing battle currently, I think. We're just all crossing our fingers is about all we can do and and wearing masks and, and washing our hands and everything else. But I think there doesn't seem to be much hope uh, for anything right away. And that's what, you know, Americans are very, very, I want to be right away. So that's all of that. What does your great America look like in the future? Well, in my opinion, and I always have one, 
if Americans of all ages can find some ways to bring peace and equality to this nation, perhaps we will survive. Many grandparents and parents are, are doubtful in this day and age that their children will enjoy successful, full lives like they have enjoyed, despite the wars and the sickness that we have overcome as older people. And I do think that uh, Americans can be at their absolute best when the times are at their worst, really. Uh, they always come true some way. Even, even this dreaded pandemic that's facing us, we see the health providers putting in long hours caring for those who are sick and never stopping until they become ill. This virus has affected all stages and ages of the American way of life. And currently, the death rate, which is close to multi-millions of people worldwide, and it's so horrifying. I can't imagine how uh, uh, your, your body won't accept that. Your brain won't, won't translate that. The total cure, or even the vaccine to stop it, is, is just in the distant future, and we're all hoping to return to normal, but I think that's even out there further. So I think the American spirit really encourages me when I see and hear the many thank you coming from uh, small children and teens and elders toward these medical groups who are fighting the virus, but also thank you to firefighters, police, and volunteers, and all kinds of things to let them know how much they are appreciated and loved. That's the best thing to just to pass along to everybody. Who are we when we are our best? I think uh, it was if Americans of all ages find, find ways to bring peace and equality to this nation. Uh, I'm very hopeful that the outcome is going to be coming along soon, and we are, in in our own respective places, are doing our best to uh, stay within the rules and try not to, you know, turn the tables so it keeps coming back every time. This virus is just so overwhelming, it, it just really takes everything away. So it was a, a really a, a lesson in naming those questions or those titles that really gives an introspect to yourself. I don't ever think we really ever take that for granted, actually, but I think time goes along and all of a sudden some disaster happens and, and you think, well, I, I just never thought this would happen ever in my life. But there it is out there. It's just people's different experiences brought to the table. For me, that's what this project is, is different people all across the country talking about their, their, their country and what it means to them, really. Yeah. So I would just want to thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for being on In Search of the Great America. Well, I thank you for letting me participate, and we're just hoping that you get 
a lot more interviews to make it more interesting and, and really as it comes along I'm sure you run into a lot of different personalities and so forth. Yeah. <laughs> yep, all across the country. Well thank you so much, Laura. Thank you for listening to In Search of the Great America. Today's episode had music by Valentin Sochnitsky. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. For show notes and more information on the podcast, please visit our website, greatamericaproject.com. Thank you.